Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to Sunday, November 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're talking about The Flash, Season 3, Episode 5, titled Monster. Uh, before we get into spoilers, what did you think about this episode, Zach? Uh, I like this episode a lot. Uh, the, you know, the kind of the monster is kind of kind of lame. It's not that great. Um, but it, without getting too much into spoilers, it, it really answers a lot of questions I had about some of the new characters we've met. And so that's, that's what I was looking forward to the most. And uh, this episode didn't let me down in that regard. And it, you know, it kept the story moving. And so it's, it's really, it's been doing well. And this isn't any um this isn't an exception to that it's another good episode and a string of pretty good episodes from the flash so far that's interesting i thought it made me question some of the characters we saw more like i thought i had a good handle on what they were and now i have less of a handle so it's interesting that you know you think you know more um but yeah the show's just so consistent at this point like it's tough to have a bad flash episode we rarely see that and this was just another good episode like you said well, what do you think of what do you think of the new HR Harrison Wells? I I can't really put my finger on it on him. Um, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I like him or not. Like some parts of him kind of rub me the wrong way. Like he's a little annoying, but I also like the way I don't know. It's funny the way his character interacts with them. So I guess I need to see a little bit more of him until I make my final judgment. Yeah, I generally like him a lot. Like when he's interacting with other members of the team and sort of bouncing off of them, he's just hilarious. But uh, when he gets on like longer monologues, he can be a bit much. Yeah. And, and I will say at the beginning of this episode, I was thinking, I know we've seen a lot of Harrison Wells, but this seems like the creepiest by far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early on when he was getting people their coffee. Um but for the most part, I really like him. I don't know how long we'll have him, if it's going to be for the rest of the season or less than that, but we'll see. All right, so I guess we're going to get, that's it. We're going to get into our spoiler talk now. All right, so uh, it opens up, and remember from the last episode, Barry said he was going to move out. Um, so we see that he and HR have actually moved in with Cisco. Poor and, Cisco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loses his brother, and now he gets these two losers. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Barry is like, you know, trying to make it up to him. He's making breakfast for him every morning. And Siska's just like, man, just live here and just be a normal person, basically. He's the nicest but most annoying house guest you could have. Right. Uh, and so we also see that Cisco doesn't really trust HR. He, you know, there's like something off about him. Uh, and then Caitlin goes and sees her mom uh, because she wants help. because She doesn't know what to do about her powers. And her mom is a scientist who's really busy and does a lot of work and works in a big building. Um, so she so shows up and asks for help, um, and she, you know, demonstrates her freeze powers to her. Uh, then back at Star Labs, HR wants to uh, do some team building exercises, and he, uh, well, he brings everybody <laughs> coffee, and he, like, has all their orders memorized, and, you know, he's just really trying to, like, force this relationship, and uh, Cisco's like, man, you just need to sit back and watch us do our thing, because we, you know, we kind of have this have this on lock uh and then julian tries to get barry in trouble with uh police chief you know so he tells on him basically for being late all the time stealing his evidence uh you know basically all the things that all of the other trained detectives never really notice about barry this one <laughs> guy does and then tries to call him out on it and nothing happens uh, that's what happens when you share a room with the guy right uh and then there's a, a giant monster downtown and everybody's so freaking out <laughs> 
So like how how freaking comic booky is this show? Yeah. Like we're just going along, you know, it's like a normal morning, everybody's getting their coffee. And oh, there's a gigantic monster loose in Central City. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. It's like they don't they don't waste any time. They just bam, there you are. Yeah. So that's exactly what I thought when I saw this. I'm like, man, this just this would could come straight out of a comic book. They're not trying they, to make it any more realistic for <laughs> They don't hold anything back. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so it's running around downtown. People are scared. Things are going crazy. Transformers are blowing up. Car alarms are going off. Uh, and then it just disappears. And they have no idea where it went. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some rando person, uh, Nigel, I think is his name, uh, and Caitlin's mom test her abilities. And, you know, they're interested to see what is different about her body makeup that can allow her to have these freezing abilities. Uh, and then we see HR. After this, he, like has this secret little recording device and takes a log that says, no one seems the wiser as to why I'm here. I, th- I thought that's like the moment I knew he was a good guy to me anyway, because he's just, it just, the way he said it can't have any bad intentions. He seems like a goofy, lonely guy. Right. Oh, nobody, nobody knows what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it would just be, you know, it would be doing it. It would be too easy for them to just put that in there and to have them be a bad guy. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, uh, Barry tries to make up with Julian, you know, he's like, can I work with you? Can I just follow you around and see how you work? And, you know, I'll move out of the lab. You can have it all to yourself. So Julian agrees to let him do that. Tom Um, Felton is just so good. Oh yeah. And I mean, just every scene he's a joy to watch. Yeah. Um, so the monster shows back up and disappears again. Uh, we see the car alarms, the transformers exploding, um, and they, they find out that it stays within a 10 block radius and they say, you know, like someone is controlling it, but they still don't really seem, they still think it's like a meta who is, can turn into a monster who disappears, but I don't know. Or something like that. But I mean, it's so obvious at this point that this is not a real monster, but. Well, okay. We'll just, well, let's talk about the rest of the episode and we'll see. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the, the rando, Nigel, um, who works with Caitlin's mom, tries to stop Caitlin from leaving. And she freezes his hand because he's like upset that her mom, he's been trapped here and he's working for her mom and she doesn't help him. So he's like, well, so I'm going to kidnap her daughter. That will make. Well, no, they wanted to, there was some line earlier. Caitlin's mom said something about they could use her for some kind of research. So he wanted to use her, get something. I don't know what, some kind of research information out of her. So he tries to like lock her in and says, you're not going anywhere. And then she just flips out and does this weird killer frosting. Yeah. Uh, but her mom comes in and says, okay, you can leave. I'll take care of this guy and apologizes to her. And so, <laughs> what's she going to do with him? <laughs> She's like, I'll make sure nobody ever knows about this. Yeah. Like, okay. Do what you got to do. Yeah. So Caitlin leaves her and her mom are on better speaking terms now, I guess. Uh, so then we see Cisco find HR's little secret recording device, and we find out that he's actually there writing a novel. He is a scientist <laughs> slash novelist. Yeah, this was like my favorite HR stuff <laughs> when he's talking about uh, he's, he's a novelist, and you know, science romance is my niche. You know, you got to stick with what you know. Right. It's, just, it's just the most ridiculous <laughs> and funny character. So they essentially find out he knows nothing about science. Really, he's just an idea man. Yeah, he he was like entrepreneur of the year, but he was just the face of the company. He didn't actually do anything. Yeah, he didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. 
So, and he just repeats everybody's ideas in different words. So he just lets other people come with ideas basically and then repeats them to them. Yep. Um, so they, one of the ideas they came up with is you should get a carbon fiber rope for the monster. And so the monster shows up again and Flash goes with the rope and they're like, wait, what do we actually do with the rope? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, do yeah, it like Empire well, Strikes Back. <laughs> we never, we never talked about that part. <laughs> talked about that part, did we? No. Yeah, that's. That's um, that's another funny part. Empire Strikes Back, and he says they say do it, do what they did in Empire, and he says, "What was the movie he called?" Empire, Empire of the Sun. Yeah, so like, I love his. <laughs> I love all of the movie titles in HR's universe on Earth nineteen, like when they were talking about the Gladiator movie. Oh my it's like, what's that? What's that Gladiator movie with the gladiator? And it's it's about gladiators, <laughs> and Cisco's like gladiator oh well, at my earth we called it sweaty men <laughs> it didn't kick off quite as well <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's really funny all of the the running joke of all the different titles for things and he like has weird expressions and he like says goodbye in yeah. weird ways and stuff yeah we call cisco it. san francisco right <laughs> it's actually a good nickname yeah i kind of like that one yeah um so uh, so the rope, obviously, it doesn't work. It goes straight through the monster. And here they finally realize that the monster is actually a hologram. Oh, shocking. But yeah. And so they do some weird thing to find out where who's controlling it. Um, they find where so, the energy is being sent from or whatever. Right. So it's just a kid running the hologram. Somehow Julian found it first and he's already there. Um, and so he goes to shoot the kid. Um, he doesn't know. He's, I don't think he knows it's a kid because it's like he's going to shoot the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, but Flash comes and saves the kid, so stops Julian from killing him. Um, and Julian thanks him. And we haven't we haven't really talked about, but there's a there's a running thing through this episode where Julian we're kind of talking about how Julian doesn't trust metahumans, doesn't like them because they're wasting their powers. Um, right. And he, he doesn't even like Flash because it makes the police department lazy because they don't have yeah. to do their job as well. <laughs> yeah. So blame the Flash instead of the police force. Yeah. Um, and so the kid is like 15 and he's doing it because kids at school made fun of him. So he created a giant monster hologram to just walk around the city. Yeah. He basically, he says he got scared. He's always scared at school. So I actually feel bad for the kid. So he just wanted to scare everyone. He wasn't trying to hurt anyone. I don't think so. I kind of feel bad for him, but still probably shouldn't do that, man. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Um, so, so after this, Julian opens up to Barry. Maybe he kind of thinks, feels differently about uh, metahumans now because the Flash saved him. Um, he says he was wrong about the Flash. Uh, he talks about his past, how he was like an heir to his parents' fortune, but he squandered he a that weird by kid. becoming a scientist. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's a weird kid who liked to play in the garden, so <laughs> right. we're not going to leave him any money, I guess. <laughs> uh, but so Barry and Barry and Julian are friends now, and. Julian says, you know, I was wrong about the Flash. I guess I was wrong about you. Um, and they go off and get a drink together. Uh, and then the ending is Caitlin watching a video on her computer from her mom. And her mom says, you know, the more you use these powers, the harder it will get to reverse. And so she goes Killer Frost on it and just freezes the computer. Yeah. So where do you think they're going with that? Do you think she'll be a, a straight villain? or? See, okay. So this is this episode to me kind of reversed some theories i had so i up until this point i thought julian was a bad guy but i think i might be wrong about that i think maybe i'm also i'm going the other way right so i think we're switching now so i think he is a good guy and you probably think he's a bad guy now 
Um, but I thought this whole time they were going to make Caitlyn a hero in this reality, but I think maybe they're setting her up to be a villain. So maybe it's too obvious because they're making it look that way, and maybe it's the other way around. So I don't know. But I, I, hope, think, I think I think HR was gonna. I thought HR was gonna be a bad guy, and I think he's a good guy now. And so that switched too. Interesting. Like I think Caitlyn. I think they might go the way of having her be a villain. Like if she gets angry, she can't control her killer frost powers or whatever. But maybe she'll overcome that. Yeah. I don't. I don't see her being a villain long term. I could be wrong, but I could see more of an more of a heroic side in there. I mean, if she hasn't turned a villain yet with all she's been through with Ronnie and everything, I don't, I don't know what's going to make her change over. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. Um, and so you are, you're maybe going the other way now that I originally was thinking that Julian is not a good person. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my guns and say, I'll stick to my guns and say he's a good guy, but no, I think I could definitely see with him turning sort of into being nicer on the show. You know, the obvious thing is everybody thinks he's alchemy. And I think it could go more along the ways with the split personality thing. Yeah. To where, you know, Julian's mostly a good guy and he doesn't even know about the Dr. Alchemy side of himself. Yeah, that makes sense. So that would actually still fall in line with, I think Julian's a good guy. I don't think alchemy's a good guy. So, and they're technically. Right. So I would, I would be right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You were right all along. So I guess, I guess we both would be right, which would be kind of crappy, I guess. But. So, um, other person, do you trust HR? Do you trust by his story that he's just here to write a novel and that he doesn't actually know how to do anything? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there could be a, a twist later, but I think he's just a like a goofy guy who, like he said, he didn't even find out about this Earth. It was the guy who worked for him, and I think he's just like, oh, this will be a wacky, cool adventure. Yeah, and I can, I'll get an idea for a novel, and that actually does make sense because if you think about it, why on why would he just pick up and leave and go to another earth? And why would, right. you know, it's still ridiculous that the star labs team wants him there. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm interested to see going forward because he also talked about how he, um, they like took care of all the metahumans on his earth. And right. so he, he has experience with them and he remembers how to deal with them. So I'm interested to see how they use him going forward because we didn't actually have a metahuman in this episode that they were fighting. Right. So I'm wondering what will happen when there is one to fight. Right. So he could be useful if they run into the same characters, even without him knowing nothing useful. Besides that, if he's got experience with like whatever villains they bring in going forward, then he can be helpful. Yeah. So overall, uh, good episode. Like you said, a consistent episode. There's, there hasn't been a bad Flash episode in a while. Um, the The monster thing was meh, whatever. It was... It yeah. was a nice thing to, I don't know. Um, I don't know how they would have, like, brought in a Godzilla-type character or whatever. Right, an actual Godzilla character. That would have been a little weird. And how they would have had Barry fight him without causing a bunch of destruction. Yeah. But, but it would have been cool to see Barry fight an actual gigantic monster. Yeah. And so, uh, going forward, just interested to see what they're going to do with Julian, with HR, and with Caitlin, um, how they're developing those stories. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think those are going to be the big things to focus on in the next couple episodes before we get to the the crossover. Yeah, that's all I got. Anything else, Tom? Nope, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.